She's on the money. She's on the money. <laughs> Welcome to She's on the Money, the podcast for millennials who want financial freedom. Christmas is just a few days away, and while we're sure you're sorted when it comes to the big day itself, today we're going to reveal our top tips for tackling the Boxing Day sales so you can shop strategically without sabotaging your savings or mindlessly consuming just for the sake of it. Yes, I did need to read that intro twice because there were so many tongue twisters in there. But that's okay because the power of good editing (laughs) means you only heard it once. Precisely. Now, my name is Georgia King, and joining me as she does every single Wednesday is, of course, financial advisor Victoria Devine. Faye, let's chat Boxing Day sales. It is, of course, the theme of today's episode. How many Boxing Day sales have you been to in your time? Oh my gosh, so many, honestly. George, I feel like 15, 20, oh, I'm so old. But (laughs) I remember when I was young, they used to be like, golden. Like I could not wait. Like I lived on the peninsula when I was maybe 12, 13. And I remember mum going, look, if you're good, we'll drive up on Boxing Day to Southland. And do you remember Southland? That used to be like the place to be. Anyway, we'd drive up to Southland and go to the sales and everything was so cheap. Like it was not even comprehensible. I just don't feel like they're the same anymore. I feel like they are different, especially because online shopping is so massive now. Yeah. But they used to be big. But at the same time, I was so impulsive. Well, that's the thing. How many Boxing Day sales have you been to? Yeah, a similar, it was a similar tale for G King. Um, I would trek up. You grew up on the Ninch as well. Grew up on the Ninch. So Southland and Chatty were like, you know, the beacons. Um, they were the places to be. So oh, Chatty was just that bit too far. So that was like the Oracle would go there, but like Southland, that was closer. Because East Link didn't exist then. And everybody who's not in Melbourne is going to be like, what is this segment about? So we'll move away from location-based content in a very hot minute. We will. We will. But no, I would grab the girls and we'd all go together. And we would. We'd just buy mindlessly. We'd nab all of the bargains. And I just feel like that is not a way that I shop anymore. I don't think I'm ever just like, gals, I'll be at the shops on Saturday, just like browsing and buying. Like that's just not the way that I shop now at all. Do you ever do that these days? Browsing and buying? I've tried. Yeah. I've really tried. In fact, after having so many months in COVID lockdown. I feel like I tried a couple of weeks ago. I went to Chadston on a weekday, by the way, because I'm still too anxious to go on a weekend. Like (laughs) that gives me mad anxiety at the best of times in the lead up to Christmas. Like Chadston is bonkers at the best of times, but I I just, I didn't like it. I just I want to browse online. I want to have all of my options in front of me. I want to open 50 tabs. I want to then play a process of illumination, closing all the tabs. Then I want to look at that particular dress that I like. Then I want to go look at that brand on Instagram and see other girls wearing that dress and then maybe I'll potentially buy it. Like that's how it works for me. And you just don't have that with an in-store experience, G. Well, that's so true. I feel like we've become so used to like the multifaceted journey of online shopping where we like, we browse 
ours, we place the order, we wait for the order, the order comes, we unpack the order. Like there's so many steps to it. Whereas if you're just shopping in store, it's like over like that. Yeah. And I feel like I get online and then like, well, does the iconic have the best deal? How much cash back am I going to get on shop back? All right. Maybe I'll have a look at Maya's website. I think Maya does that brand. Like I look around for the best deal and then try and get a better deal. And then it comes in the mail and I'm excited because I'm like, oh, presents. Yeah. You just don't get that with shopping in store. Exactly. I kind of miss the shopping in store experience. I do a little bit, but you know what I don't miss is the shop attendants at General Pants uh, hassling me. Nope. Straight in the <laughs> bin with you guys. If you work at General Pants, obviously you're one of the good ones because you're listening to this podcast. Correct. But to everybody else who is a not she's on the money listener that works at General Pants, you need a lesson in etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to relax and please stop talking to me. I'm just trying to try on these pants. <laughs> v, so Were they general enough, George? <laughs> hey, a good one, a good one. Thank you, thank you. How how big are these sales? Like, are they still as big as they once were? Look, G, this is an absolutely enormous day in the shopping calendar. Last year, Australians actually spent close to $3 billion on these sales. Like, G, we spent, as Australians, get this, $3 billion the day after we're supposedly meant to be grateful for the things we already have. Yeah, it's it's a strange <laughs> contrast. It's just, it's just a very strange reality that we live in. So obviously it's a massive day of consumption and I just don't think it should be. I just, ah, we've just gone from celebrating our family and being grateful for everything that we have to like trying to get the cheapest deal on something that five minutes before we saw we didn't even know we needed. Like it just... It doesn't sit well with the values that I now hold in saying that historically I always bought into it and I was really excited about it and I love a good shop and I love a good bargain and like my mum, queen of bargains, she's exactly the same. But I think as a part of my money story and my personal growth, I've really grown from being quite impulsive with my spending to being quite pragmatic about it and I really do enjoy the process of buying something because I feel like I put lots of time and energy and effort into that process so that I know, okay, well, I've got this new dress. I have thought a fair bit about what it's going to go with. And oh. like, I bought a new dress the other week, actually, G. Lovely. Coincidentally, from the Iconic, which I think I got like a good 20% or something cash back. It was a very good deal. But I remember having it up and then Googling similar dresses and like, it's like this beige knit dress, really like it. But I was Googling like styling beige knit dress and like just seeing what other outfits I could make with it. And that's just yeah. past me. She'd be like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Whereas current me, I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about it. That would look chic with a blazer over it. Like mm -hmm. I've got a blazer. Like, I don't know. I really like this idea of bringing things into my wardrobe or bringing things into my life with purpose. And I just feel like I have a different level of appreciation for them than just impulse purchasing. I'm absolutely not saying everybody needs that. I'm just saying this is my money story at the moment. This is how this is working for me and this is how my purchasing journey goes. But oh, I used to be quite impulsive and I just feel like I'm not anymore. But this is why we're having this episode because I think there are a lot of people out there who are like, oh, I wish I wasn't as impulsive during sales. Mm -hmm, definitely. The this could maybe be a bit of a difficult question, but hey, if I'm going to ask it of anyone, you are the lady to ask it of. Uh-oh. <laughs> what percentage do you think of that almost $3 billion would be impulse purchases? Oh, I think a lot of it because not many people are going to plan for $3 billion worth of spending. And if I look at what I was doing when I was spending on Boxing Day, it was quite impulsive. And from my own personal experience, like 
I don't really think that lots of people go, you know what, we're just going to go out, we'll go to Chatty, we'll go to, you know, Pacific Fair or wherever you're going and we're going to go shopping. Like in saying that, I think that there is a really good piece of power in this as well because if it's on sale and you needed to buy it, that is a brilliant time to pick it up and it's actually something that my partner and I, even though I just said I don't really go impulse boxing day shopping, we have gone planned boxing day shopping and as a lot of you know, we are currently in the process of redoing our backyard. We will be purchasing an outdoor setting with the Boxing Day sales because I know that the company that I really want my outdoor setting to come from is going to be on sale after Christmas and it's like the Christmas present to ourselves. But we're happy to wait till after Christmas because I'd prefer a discount than having the item on the day. Smart. So for me, I feel like that works. And I mean, that could also be a saving money win. Yeah. Right? If you've missed all of the Black Friday sales and the Cyber Monday sales, just be like, hey, G, your present's coming on Boxing Day. Well, that's it. You don't see that many people on Christmas Day itself, you know, like you it's might a see point. a part of your family and then you might see the others the next day. So, you know, be strategic about it. That's a really good money tip as well, G. Try and push Christmas out a week. <laughs> <laughs> just convince your kids do it honestly yeah, i thought it was on the 30th yeah. what do you mean it's not on the same day as new year's so weird brilliant okay now i'm curious to hear your thoughts v on the pros and cons of shopping online versus in store when it comes to this very special day of the year obviously you know if you're in store you've got the general pants people hustling you but beyond that what are the other benefits and cons i guess of shopping online. Oh. That was poorly phrased. You, you hear what I'm saying? You know what? I get it. Thanks, but this hun. is an introvert's dream, George. Mm. Right. So there are a lot of pros to shopping online. You don't have to deal with people. You don't have to deal with crowds. That is brilliant. You don't have to struggle in lines. You don't have to line up for parking. We've all done it. We've gone to the Boxing Day sales at some point in our lives and we have driven around in that car park for at least 20 minutes to find a park. 20 minutes is probably being really lean mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. I find this works for me, but I'm not sure if it works for everybody else, but I'm not as tempted to buy things I don't need because they're not in front of me with a big red sale sticker on them. I'm often usually quite directed. Like I'm not walking past a shop and accidentally go in. I literally go to the Iconic or go to the David Jones website and I know what I'm looking for. I'm not saying that mindless browsing and stuff doesn't happen, but it is harder to, quote, walk by a shop and be like, oh, we'll just pop in here as well. There aren't any salespeople in your ear trying to convince you to buy or not convince you to buy if you're in um, one of the big Australian department stores where it's very hard to find a staff member to begin with. They need to hire more people. Yeah, but like, if you're listening, Meyer and David. Jones. Yeah, just <laughs> attack them as well. We're coming for you. <laughs> you're easily able to compare prices online, which I obviously love. But Money Win, David Jones, Meyer, all of them, they actually do price matching Georgia. Do they? Yes. And I did this the other day, much to the dismay of the woman in the lingerie section at David Jones. Oh. So I was in David Jones because I didn't want to go into Maya because Maya was hectic because Maya had a sale on and David Jones did not. And I wanted, this is probably TMI, but that's okay. There's only a million or so people listening to this podcast. <laughs> I wanted the pink Calvin Klein like matching set. Like, you know, the like standard, real basic, like pink crop top and pink undie bottom. Yep. Yes. Yep. Really wanted those. Gorgeous. But there's no way I was spending full price on them. 
they were 30% off at Maya. And so I got picked them up at David Jones and went up to the counter and was like, hey, do you price match? And she was like, oh, I don't know. She was really cagey about it, G. I was like, well, sus. I know you do. And she was like, well, where am I price matching? And I was like, here's the ad for Maya. She was real cagey, but the girl beside her was like, yeah, we price match. See here, this is how you do it and showed her. Anyway, Uh I got the discount. I wasn't aggressive. I wasn't rude. I promise. She probably didn't like me. I mean, if I worked in retail, I'd also be a bit like, oh, this guy. (laughs) But I got the discount. So price matching, I don't know if it works for like Boxing Day sales where everything is like sale price is final and it's super discounted, but If you're in David Jones or a different department store and you find yourself with a product that you want to purchase, Google it. Google the podcast. Same thing. They're not going to like us. They're probably never going to sponsor us for this reason, George. JB Hi-Fi do the same thing. Okay. So if you're in JB and you're like, I'm going to buy this iPod. Wait, do you still buy iPods? Um, Are you still for sale? I feel like you could. iPhones. Yeah, maybe. Laptops, whatever you're buying. You could be buying a podcast microphone. Google it and see what the cheapest price is and then show the guy in the store and say, hey, it's $170 in store, but it was $240 on your shelves. And they'll say, no problemo, George King, $170 bucks for you, Amazing. which is a money win. Definitely. So if you're shopping in store, okay, just Google it. I just feel like that's a good money tip. Sure. You're welcome. We're done here. We're done here. Um, so that was a benefit to shopping in store then, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I guess. What are the other benefits to shopping in store? You can try stuff on. That's a bonus. Oh, you can try stuff on. Yeah, that's a massive bonus because I hate measuring myself and like doing the measure charts. So most of the time if I'm buying online, I'll just buy my standard size and hope it works. And sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it does it's a bit hit or miss and you don't have to wait for the product, which to be honest, I actually like waiting for the product. I mean, if I need it immediately, not great, but I do usually like waiting for it because I lack anticipation and then I genuinely feel like it's a present for me. And you best believe if it's free gift wrapping, I have hit the it's a gift button. (laughs) I have done that because it is a gift for me. And also you don't have to pay for shipping, which most of the time you do if you are shopping online and haven't met that like, oh, if you spend more than $100, it's free shipping amount. Okay. Yeah. So there's a few, there's a few perks both ways. Oh, I mean the other perk, George, is it's fun. Like going shopping is fun. Like we're not throwing it under the bus because it's the worst thing ever. Like I do like going shopping. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, you you don't like it. No, no, no. You're right. It it is fun. But I feel like we've just all become so accustomed to shopping from the comfort of our couches at any time of day or night um, and to actually physically go to the stores. Like I honestly would not consider going to the Boxing Day sales. I I honestly didn't really think it was a thing anymore. No, it's definitely still a thing. That's why we have this entire podcast on it. Well, and and that's what I learned in in researching it today. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's move on to our big top tips for making the most of the sales. Obviously, at She's on the Money, we don't endorse sales as a marketing technique when it comes to uh, encouraging us to buy things that we don't need for reduced prices just because a gal loves a bargain. Um, how how can we use these strategically without just throwing our money away and sabotaging our savings? Well, as I said before, only purchasing things you're planning for. And I think that that's where the notes app in your phone is really going to play into this and be quite helpful. Keep a note, work out what you want to purchase. If you've got birthdays coming up in January, February, March, maybe this is a really good opportunity to purchase some of those gifts so that you can get ahead of the game and get a discount on the way. Like, 
if there is a sale coming up, I don't think it should necessarily be, oh my gosh, I wonder if I, I can buy anything cheap. I think it should actually be a little bit more along the lines of like, oh, a sale. Do I need to utilize this opportunity? Like, is there something that I'm going to need to buy in the future that I could get at a discounted price because someone's on sale? And I think that that's not the way that we mentally usually look at sales. Mentally, we go, oh, we can get cheap stuff for ourselves. When in reality, like I've got my dad's birthday in January. It would be very smart of me to buy his present on Boxing Day because that means I could potentially get a discount on whatever it is but it means that we need to be planned. So being planned, I guess, is the biggest tip here and working out what expenses have I got coming up? What do I need to purchase? Or is there something I've had my eye on? And what is my proposed budget for that item? Like not just going, oh, what should I buy? More, oh, I want to buy my dad a birthday present. My budget's $50. That might mean I could get him a better birthday present while still staying within my own budget. Smart, smart. I think it's also a good time, V, to kind of tick those boring big household items that you may need to purchase off your list. So whether that's like a washing machine or, you know, white goods that are boring but essential. I mean, you can also get them off marketplace. So actually abandon abandon this. Unless you're rich, use um, use this sale. But if you're not, marketplace is where it's at. Um, that was a helpful tip from me. Yeah. So George's <laughs> tips are don't go to the Boxing Day sales, go to Vinny's and also jump on marketplace. It's genius. It's very she's on the money of you. Thank you. Uh, our next tip here, V, is to, of course, do your research. Talk us through it. Go figure. Victoria wants you to do your research. Literally, there are so many sites now that collate Colate, who am I? Colate, Colate. Is that how you say it? Colgate? Colgate. They Colgate the best sales. <laughs> well, they actually like pull all the best sales together and then they categorize them really well so that you can see where to find the best deal, which is super helpful. So do your research, find a site like that. I really like jumping online and seeing what is up. I'm also really good at using Pinterest to save things that I want to purchase later so I know where to go to. And it's super helpful. So when you head out, you've got your shopping list all together. What's the deal with Pinterest? How, do you need like an account? This is not what this episode oh. is about. But <laughs> yes, you do need a Pinterest account to use it, but it's free. And it's essentially like online pin boards. Like it's like a pin board and you add all the things that you want to add to your pin board and you can have as many pin boards as you like. And active on Pinterest actually. Okay. Not publicly. All of my things are private. They're just random boards of things that I seek inspiration <laughs> from. Is that a thing that people want to see? Should we make like a she's on oh, the money Pinterest? Wholesome. Is what colour would it be? I wonder. You've never been on Pinterest, have you? Mm. No, no, let's go to a break. I'll we'll yeah, be a right time. back after this. Victoria Divine, our next tip here is to stay calm. Keep calm, carry on. Yes, as they mm-hmm. as they say. How does this help us out when it comes to the sales? Oh, I just feel like in store there's like this wild vibe about the experience where frenzied shopping and spending is totally encouraged and I just feel like it becomes kind of like a competition to get the best deal and buy the most. And I just, yeah, I really don't like that. Like it's, there's nothing sexy about going to the shops and being the one that's carrying the most bags at the end of the day. Like, unless you were planning on purchasing a whole heap of cookware and they had to give you multiple bags to carry at home in, I just genuinely feel like there's nothing that sexy about buying the most and getting the best deals. And like, yes, 
there is something incredibly sexy about getting a discount and getting the best deal on an item you already needed, but going, oh my God, gee, these shoes, they were $100 originally and I got them for 15 bucks. It's like, great, but did you uh, need the shoes, G? Because like, that's just $15 you spent that wasn't in line with your values. So for me, I think we're trying to really reframe what spending and saving actually means because I think too many times people get so hooked on the sale price because they're like, but it's a massive discount. It's like, but if you didn't need it, that's actually a waste of money. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So I think that's one of my comments. And then the last bit on that, G, is remember that you're only saving money if you're using the sale items and they're actually things that you actually need and it was a planned purchase. Like it's not, yeah. Anyway, I won't go on about that because you guys have heard it all from me before. In terms of staying calm though, V, that's hard to do when you're at the shops and it's like sensory overload. The music is pumping. There's like lights flashing everywhere. There's people wanting to get in your ear and tell you all about the hottest deals. Like what are our tips for shutting that out? Should we shop with earphones, sunglasses on? I'm not sure. What are we thinking? Oh, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not going to give um, tips on that, but I just feel like that's not your vibe just don't go (laughs) okay is that bad is that bad I don't know just don't go like that would give me mad anxiety I would not like that situation at all and yeah I will see you guys later have fun I'll catch up with you for a coffee after yeah wholesome I think you should just pop in some like Bonnevere and walk the chaotic halls of Chadston and just make a day of it you reckon I think it could be calm I think so I think it would be better than listening to like Olivia Rodrigo blasted it you know that was a young reference from George over that here. That was pretty you. fancy. I was about to say. <laughs> wow. Thank you. I know it felt weird coming out of my mouth. This this episode is actually relatively manic for us. I'm enjoying it. it. I'm enjoying it. But can you tell we're both just super excited for a bit of a break and super excited for Christmas? <laughs> and we're talking about sales and we're like, guys, live within your values. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Is that a thing? I don't know. Maybe they'll love it. Maybe they won't love it. Yeah, time will tell. Uh, Okay, our next tip B is to avoid temptation and to not shop mindlessly. This is why I think shopping online is a smarter idea than shopping in store because it does help you avoid being sucked into those spontaneous purchases that we don't need. Absolutely, and I think that that is a very good tip at the end of the day. Boxing Day was not invented to save you money personally. It was designed to help retailers make money. So I think we all need to remind ourselves of that throughout the day if you're tempted for an item that you don't really need. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Our last tip here, VD, is to remember that Boxing Day, it's not really just a day. It's more like a day that extends onto a week and then weeks and then even into January, you know? I remember when Boxing Day was literally a day. It is not like that anymore. So do remember that there's no rush. You don't need to buy everything on that day. But if you are planning on purchasing something, I would genuinely jump on early, get it done, get it out of mind and not think about it again. Love it. Before we head off V, you always encourage us to put 24 hours between ourselves and our purchases to kind of move away from that instant gratification and you know, take away the emotion from it, I guess. How does that rule apply when it comes to event sales like this? So I think you should already have been planning this. So for example, next year, I'm going to one of my best friend's weddings and I need a silver pair of strappy shoes to wear for the wedding. So I've already been looking online. I kind of know what I want and I'm making the plans, but I'll probably pick them up on Boxing Day sale when I'm picking up my outdoor setting because I need those things. But 
I've been thinking about that for way more than 24 hours because that's a planned purchase. When we say put 24 hours between you and your spending, it's not for planned purchases. It's for those impulse purchases that you really want to make in the moment. And that's when I'd say either put 24 hours between you and your spending, or if you're like, hey, this discount is just too good, have a look at what the returns policy is. Because the returns policy, if you can return it, Great. That might be a really good option for you, but more often than not, when sales happens, there's no refunds or no returns on sale items. And often when you realize that, you'll be like, hold on, maybe I don't want this as much as I can because that opportunity is being taken away from me and I don't feel as certain in that purchase as as I did before. So again, just making sure that you're making purchases that are in line with your values. Another thing that I have found really helpful when I really want something, but I know it's in the moment is I take a quick picture of it. So it's on my phone, so I can't forget it. And then I can go back to it, look at it and be like, do I really want that? And I might just go back before I finish the final shop or something. But in a perfect world, we put a minimum of 24 hours between us and our spending. Stunning. All right. So to wrap up today, we need to write our lists and check them twice. We need to do our research. We need to stay calm and get the bon on the playlist while we're shopping around. We need to avoid spontaneous purchases. And we need to remember that the sales will likely go on for longer than just December 26th. So let's not be frenzied about it. Let's not feel the pressure to buy, buy, buy. V Lord, I think that is all we have time for. It is. And I think the last thing I want to leave you guys with is there's always going to be another opportunity. There will always be another sale. There will always be another opportunity for you to purchase something. It doesn't have to happen on that sale day. So I think we need to step out of that frenzied feeling of like, oh my gosh, I need to get it now though it's on sale. Like there will always be another opportunity. I promise you that my friends. But with that G, I think that's all we have time for today. So just before we head off, we'd like to acknowledge and pay respect to Australia's Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. They're the traditional custodians of the lands, the waterways and the skies all across Australia. We thank you for sharing and for caring for the land on which we are able to learn. We pay our respects to elders past and present and we share our friendship and our kindness. And remember guys that the advice shared on She's on the Money is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. She's on the Money exists purely for educational purposes and should not be relied upon to make an investment or a financial decision. And we promise Victoria Devine is an authorised representative of Australia Pacific Funds Management, Proprietary Limited, ABN 34132463257, AFSL 339151. See you next week, guys. Happy shopping. Bye. Happy Christmas. Bye.